Good Thursday to you. Thank you for joining us here on Tetelestai. Continue, as we have urged you to do over the last several weeks, to pray for the nation of Israel. Pray for the situation in the Middle East. Things. Uh, this is Thursday, and it is October the 19th, and things are still you know, sitting on a tinderbox, and we could see escalation unlike anything we could have ever imagined. And once the ground war begins and commences, uh, and that's going to happen any any time now, and when it does, we could see things unfold rather rapidly. And so we need to be praying for sure for God's grace, for intervention, for justice to be meted out according to his purpose and plan, for guidance for the Israeli leaders, for protection for the people, for believers who are there, that God will continue to use them to be salt and light in the midst of that darkness because ultimately the Prince of Peace ruling in the hearts of individuals is what will bring peace. And uh, that is the only way. It is a change of the nature and a change of the heart, and that comes through relationship with Christ. Be praying for that. I want to talk to you today just for a few minutes about how to lose your head and get it put on a platter. This is uh, uh, an account in the Gospel of Mark as well as in Matthew and so forth that we find concerning the cousin of Yeshua, the Lord Jesus, John the Immerser. We know him as John the Baptist or Yohanan the Immerser. Um, and his losing his head while in prison in Herod's prisons. The scripture tells us that there was a party given by Herod uh, who was overcome with lust from the daughter of his wife Herodias, Salome. She did a dance, and obviously it was a very sensual dance before Herod that stirred him in a carnal way to the point where Obviously, probably under the influence of some alcohol and uh, so forth, he promised her, hey, you know what? I will give you whatever you want, even all the way to the half of my kingdom. It pleased him so much. Um, whatever you ask, I'll give it to you. She went to her mom and asked her mom, mom, what do I ask for? And she said, I want the head of the immerser. Ask him for the head of Yohanan, John. Ask him for it. Kind of an odd request. And of course, Herod didn't really want to do that because he knew the people saw John as a prophet. Uh, I think there was a lot of mixed feelings even in Herod about John. But because he had swore an oath and his guests were there, his pride, he had to do it. And of course, he sent one of his soldiers, and they beheaded John and brought the head of John on a platter to Herodias, his wife. And his disciples came and took his body away. How did John get into that position? How did he lose his head? Well, I think if you and I live the same way John did, and the principles that he was living out through his life we too can find ourselves in a position where we might lose our head. Maybe not in a literal sense, but 
experience assault and persecution against us for the sake of the kingdom of God. Um, and the Apostle Paul tells us that all who live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. First and foremost, how to lose your head? Fear God alone. John had no fear of man, but he did have a great awe and reverence for God. Any man, any woman who stands before God, kneels before God, will never kneel in fear before any man. Never. You stand before God in awe and wonder. and The fear of the Lord grips your heart. And you recognize that he alone, he alone is God. And there is no God besides him. He alone is the great I am, the almighty, all-powerful, all-knowing, ever-present, never-changing God, the same yesterday, today, and forever. When you have a proper fear of God in your heart, you will fear no man. John stood before God and feared him alone. He wasn't afraid of Herod. He wasn't afraid of Herodias. He wasn't afraid of the priest. He wasn't afraid of anybody. The only person he was in awe of and reverenced in the way that he did was God. Fear God alone. Second thing is be who you are. John knew his identity. He had been told that from the moment he sat on his daddy's knee, Zacharias' knee. He knew who he was, the prophet of the Most High. And he would go before the Messiah to prepare the way for the Son of the Most High God, the Lord Jesus. He knew that. And he was that. He embodied his identity as a prophet. And prophets speak truth. Prophets declare God's truth to anyone everywhere. Doesn't matter what their rank or status is in society, from the poorest of the poor to the richest of the rich to the least powerful to the most powerful, he was who he was told he was. And he lived that out. He embraced that. You and I need to be who we are in Christ. Embrace our identity in him, who he says we are. Righteous, saints, holy, adopted children of the Most High God, heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ, forgiven, free, seated on the throne in Christ. I mean, on and on we go in the New Testament. If you will fear God alone, and if you will be who you are, you are well on the way to losing your head when it comes to standing against the wicked and wickedness and unrighteousness. Ness. Be who you are. The third thing is do and say the right and godly thing. John, when he was before Herod, he did mince words. He spoke the truth to Herod about the relationship he had with Herodias, his brother's wife. And according to the book of Leviticus in chapter 18, as well as in chapter 20, he was violating Torah. He was not allowed to have his husband's wife. He was violating Torah. John took that long, sun-scorched, bony finger and pointed it at him and said, it is not lawful for you to have Herodias as your wife. You are violating Torah. Therefore, you are sinning against God. He did the right thing by speaking it. He said the right thing. He did the godly thing. 
and it would cost him. And I, again, whenever you do and say the right and godly thing in your life, sometimes to others who are living in an ungodly way, and you point those things out, when you turn the light on into their darkness, they will react. So fear God alone. Be who you are in Christ. Do and say the right and godly thing in each and every situation that you find yourself in. Then number four, refuse to compromise God's truth. Do you know how easy it would have been for John to keep his head? All he would have had to have said was, hey, I didn't mean it. I'm taking all that back. You know, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was misinterpreting what the Torah said. Maybe um, God really didn't mean it that way. Maybe he was meaning it in another uh, application. Maybe there is no application here for you here. So I'm just just taking, I'm just kind of going to back off and I'm taking all that back here. And, you know, I really, really, really respect you. I honor you as as the the king, the Tetrarch here. And, you know, I don't want to, you know, cause any ways. I, I do want to respect you. And after all, we are told to honor the king and, you know, fear God and honor the king. So I'm going to honor you. Did he do that? He could have kept him said All it would have been is just retract a few words. But no, he did not. He refused to compromise God's truth. Folks, a little bit of compromise is all the devil's looking for in my life and yours. And he can take that little little bit of a compromise and go a long way with it to destroy us. Trust me. I know from experience, as well as probably you do. You know that. Whenever you give a crack in the door of your heart to the enemy, all he needs is that little crack to get his foot in. And believe me, then he's going to start to try to barrel through and take you places you don't want to go because of one Simple simple compromise. It can lead to ruin. But when you refuse to compromise God's truth and you stand on God's truth, especially in today's culture and society, even with what's going on in Israel right now, and you stand on God's truth about what he says in his word about the nation of Israel, about how they are the apple of his eye, about the land, all of those things, you are going to get repercussions. You are going to have those. You are going to get blowback on you. It's coming. And when you stand for God's truth in our culture and the sin that's rampant and you stand, it doesn't mean you have to be belligerent when you do it. It doesn't mean you have to be, you know, cocky and arrogant about it. You always should be walking in a humble spirit, dependent upon God. But when you refuse to compromise God's truth, you are going to get a reaction from the dark side. And John refused to compromise God's truth. The fifth thing is speak truth. To power with power from on high. Listen, folks, you and I have a responsibility before God to speak to the powers that be today. Whether they're religious, where they're political, educational, it doesn't matter. We have a responsibility to speak God's truth to them, but to do it with the power of the Holy Spirit, not in the flesh. Again, not going off half-cocked on our, our own whims, but taking God's truth and applying it to the situations. And obviously, we, we know that in our own government and our own culture and our society, there is a lot of darkness and there is a lot wrong and there's a lot of truth in God's word that needs to be addressed to the situation. It's the same as well within the church of Jesus Christ. We need to be speaking to the powers in churches, to pastors, to to leadership 
about where they need to be, what they need to be doing, applying it. There's a lot of, the scripture even says that when judgment comes, judgment will begin at the house of God. John spoke truth to power in the power of the Holy Spirit. He was filled with the Holy Spirit and and had the power of the Spirit of God resting upon him, and he was not afraid to speak truth to them. And whenever you speak truth to power with power from on high, your head's in danger of being taken off. So how do you live your life in a way that you can lose your head and have it put on a platter? Fear God alone. Be who you are in Christ. Do and say the right and godly thing in the situations you find yourself in. Refuse to compromise God's truth no matter what it is. And finally, speak truth to power with the power from on high. Guaranteed way to lose your head. But oh, what a way to go out and meet the Savior. May the grace and peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be yours today in fullest measure. And Lord willing, we will be with you again tomorrow.